Welcome to Raw Relationships, the podcast that keeps relationships real and wonderful. I'm Melissa, and I'm your host. Welcome everyone to the podcast. Tonight we are interviewing Joyce Schaefers. She is a best-selling author, public speaker, workshop facilitator, and life skills coach who specializes in relationship counseling. The counseling model she uses was created out of her need to break her own failed relationship patterns. She's not a superhero, but she does have a superpower. It's her ability to expose and help fix the emotional root issues that cause relationships to fail. She fixes relationships in her office, St. Albert, Alberta, Canada, and virtually through her self-study course called Getting to the Root of the Problem in Your Relationship. And you can connect with her on her website, Facebook, and Twitter, which you will find in the description her website. And uh, on her website, you can find um, her on social media. So without further ado, let's welcome Joyce to the podcast. Welcome, Joyce. Oh, hi. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you inviting me on your show. You're so welcome. So please tell us a little bit about yourself and why you do what you do. Okay, sure. (laughs) Um, I'm a life skills coach, and I took my training over 20 years ago. And I guess it's a long and windy kind of journey to get me from way back then to where I am today. Um, But Back when I took my training, um, basically we were trained to uh, work with uh, people who had been incarcerated and to help them kind of understand their emotions and help them uh, learn how to express their emotions, right? So it was Mm -hmm. this idea to help them get in touch with their feelings so that perhaps some of their patterns or the way they would lash out in at, at others or in society, you know, they could get ahead of that and kind of address the emotional, you know, root issues driving mm-hmm. their negative behaviors. Now, yeah. for me, um, I had a challenge working in the prison setting because of my own sister's murder. Back then, it was it was really tough for me to see myself working in in the prison setting. So, you know, now fast forward, it it all looking back it all it all makes sense and what I ended up doing was you know I realized that it's not just people with you know these extremely traumatic childhoods um, that ended up you know having emotional challenges that manifested themselves in, in you know in in their lives what I realized is that the majority of people uh, high-functioning adults, including high-functioning adults, <laughs> uh, experience some form of trauma in their childhood, and it really does impact them. And the reason mm-hmm. now I, what I specialize in relationship counseling is because of my own personal journey and getting to that point where I recognized uh, through my own patterns. So I had a pattern of attracting, you know, alcoholic men who ended up leaving me for other women. Uh, That happened three times in my life. And, you know, when my ex-husband left me, you know, I, I couldn't deny the fact that I was the common denominator in all these failed relationships. So mm, I basically yeah. took the training 
you know, all the training that I learned about emotions and, and some of what I learned back then about trauma and started applying it to myself. And, and I really got curious and, and, and needed to understand. So I not only needed to understand why was it that I was stuck in these patterns, in this relationship pattern, but I needed the pattern to end, okay? So mm-hmm. awareness is great, but awareness only goes so far. You know, you need the solid strategies and the tools to address the root issue and, and move forward in your life. So, right. so basically, over the many years, um, I co-created the counseling model that I use today, um, with a colleague of mine, but I've, you know, I've kind of fine-tuned it more for my own, you know, specializing in relationship counseling. But really, in a nutshell, what it comes down to is recognizing that, like I said earlier, the majority of us experience trauma in one form of another, you know, trauma varies in degree and severity. And that trauma, because typically kids aren't used to um, or aren't equipped to deal with the emotions around, around the trauma, that trauma has a way of really uh, creating havoc in, in our lives. And I, and I saw it with myself, and I see it every day with the clients I work with. And, you know, because I specialize in relationship counseling, um, you know, that, that unresolved emotional pain really manifests itself in, in communication breakdown and all kinds of challenges within relationships. So I took what I knew many years ago, kind of fine-tuned it and really, you know, used it to go a little bit deeper, quite a bit deeper. And, and I'd say I'd, it's, it's to get to the root issues that create the majority of problems that we find ourselves in, and that includes relationship challenges and all, all kinds of other challenges, right? Anything that's really mm-hmm. problematic, those, those difficult situations or experience, experiences that we can't seem to break free from. Um, but again, I specialize in the relationship aspect, so it's about really getting mm-hmm. clear about how has the trauma and the emotional, I call it the cycle of emotional pain, how has that cycle taken root in, in our lives, in my life and in others, and really equip my clients with the, the same strategies I used to break my failed relationship pattern and really address that emotional root issue. So that was a really long answer to your question. But that's <laughs> well, it was it, kind in of a loaded uh, question. Yeah, it was a bit of yeah. a loaded question too. <laughs> True enough, yeah. Yeah, so do you find that everyone has these patterns usually or is it just some of us that – kind of get stuck in a pattern with relationships breaking down? I would say that every, no, I can't really say everyone. I would say the majority of people have trauma. The majority of people have unresolved emotional pain, but some Mm -hmm. of us experience that in relationships while others Mm -hmm. will experience it in other areas, like maybe finances, maybe body issue, you know, body image issues, maybe gambling. It's it's the trauma. I always say what we needed emotionally and didn't get from in our childhood from our caregivers is the Mm -hmm. exact thing we're trying so desperately to get either, you know, through the substance abuse or through the substance or through the the relationship or through, Mm -hmm. you know, the body, the type of body we want. It's like this, this striving and never finding that thing that we need emotionally and have never gotten, have never given to ourselves that we're still mm-hmm. trying to get. So, so you know, not everyone's going to have their, their trauma show up in relationships, but, but certainly that is an avenue for trauma to be triggered. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I would think so, just because you have to be vulnerable, right? Well, certainly, yeah, our intimate relationships are definitely where we experience the most vulnerability, right? It's where we take, Mm -hmm. it's like we're taking our heart and we're placing it in someone else's hand and we're saying, you know, please care for it, you know, Mm -hmm. and and absolutely that's a vulnerable thing. But I think Mm -hmm. it's it's beyond even vulnerability. It really goes to... um, you know, when, you know, I think one of the main reasons why relationships fail is because of that idea that, okay, like I had these broken bits and I have this emotional pain and I really think my partner will heal my broken bits and fix my, fix my emotional pain, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's the problem when relationships mm-hmm. break down is, is that we're trying where it's like this hamster wheel, like I said, striving and never finding that thing that we need most, which is that emotional, whatever it is, whether it's to feel Mm -hmm. important, whether it's to feel loved, to feel validated, to feel, you know, like you're not invisible, to be seen, you know, whatever it was that we needed Mm -hmm. emotionally and didn't get, typically I've noticed that's what we're trying to get from our partners. And of course, if you, when you understand the nature of emotions, you realize doing that is about as effective as using mud to wash your hair (laughs) because Mm -hmm. emotions are an internal experience. We can only Mm -hmm. ever cultivate and conjure emotions internally. Um, And so what we're doing when we're trying to get someone else to behave in certain ways so we can feel a certain way is really backwards in my opinion. (laughs) It's like yeah. It's, and yeah. it'll never work because no one can, quote, unquote, make you feel anything. You know, if yeah, you're void right. of that particular emotion, if it's, you know, to feel worthy, say, if you're void mm-hmm. of that to begin with, your partner is not going to be able to give it to you, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. that empty cup experience. It's like I'm an empty cup. I was an empty cup until – and I tried to use – the love of men to fill my empty cup. Well, it, it's mm-hmm. never worked. It kept failing. That's why I stuck in this pattern. And it wasn't right. until I learned how to fill my own emotional cup, learned to meet my own emotional needs, was then finally was my pattern broke and I was able to have an actually really fulfilling, nurturing and loving relationship. But right. I think it's that idea that someone's going to heal my broken bits and then I'll be happy. That's really one of the main reasons, in my opinion, why relationships Mm -hmm. fail, because that can never happen if you understand emotions. Yeah, yeah, I totally 100% agree with you. It it definitely starts from within. And then you have to, then you can give, right? Like you you can't accept something you don't know what it is. So if you have no idea what it is to feel important, then it doesn't matter how much somebody tries to make you feel important. You don't know what that feels like. You don't know what that is. (laughs) Right. You don't have experience with Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like trying to sell vacuum cleaners to someone if you've never touched a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and and so and so everyone kind of knows that consciously, but yet mm-hmm. there's still this underlying whatever conditioning, if you will, that you know that people still buy into that idea. They still believe mm-hmm. in the fantasy that you know when I when I meet that one, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. everything's going to be great, and it's really not the case. Now, I think relationships are amazing because what they do is 
you know, if we, if we can pay attention to it and know what to look for, I believe relationships are designed uh, through the conflicts and through the troubles. If we know what to do to handle those things, they're really designed to help us get clear about our broken bits so that we can mm-hmm. focus on them and heal them yeah. and, and then finally be that full cup where we, yeah. you know, we're coming into the relationship, like A Course in Miracles would say, like a holy relationship is where you are love and you just bring mm-hmm. that to the relationship. You're not needing anything, right? Yeah. You're, you're yeah. full. You're, you're, you are it. And so you bring yeah. all of that with you into the relationship and extend it rather than mm-hmm. this empty cup idea where you're needing it, right? And that creates yeah. a really difficult dynamic, that neediness. Yeah. And when you have two empty cups needing from each other, then you That's create this attack dynamic that that's going to really perpetuate until you you know you pause and you say what's going on here and what's Mm -hmm. at the root of this problem and the root of the problem in my opinion is the cycle of emotional pain it's the Mm -hmm. it's the unresolved emotional pain from the past it's the inability to conjure the emotion we needed most and Mm -hmm. it's that idea of trying to get it from someone else so that's how I believe relationships break down yeah, I totally agree with you. My question that I thought of um, as you were talking, do you feel like more women have this issue or more men or do you think it's uh, no. equal? Yeah, no, I do, I do not actually. I feel like whenever I'm working with couples, um, it's very fascinating to me because, like I said, there's usually always two empty cups, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. and now women might might present themselves in a way similar and men in another way but but really I see all the time you know when people come into my office and they sit on my couch what I see are mm-hmm. two empty cups two people with broken bits right linked to mm-hmm. their you know their pain their pain from their trauma from the past they bring mm-hmm. there with them and and the 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 dynamic that's created is from both of them trying desperately for the other person to fill their, you know, mm-hmm. heal their broken bits. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it totally mm-hmm. does to me. Yeah, which makes sense because like attracts like, right? So until you, yeah. um, when I was many years ago, um, I want to say 15 years ago now, um, I had the same similar uh, pattern of men that would cheat on me and treat mm-hmm. me bad. And I, after the last one, I was like, enough, <laughs> never going to talk to another man again. And I stayed single for seven years. And right. um, to be 100% honest with you, it was the best seven years of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, right. I, I worked on me. I worked on my girls because I had two girls. So I was a single mom mm-hmm. and I just focused on them and myself. And I was so happy. And now I can have a healthy relationship. <laughs> right. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you, it's you filled your cup <laughs> by the sounds of it, yeah. right? Yeah. I yeah. Have, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it's. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, and so and so I think what often what couples are surprised to learn, you know, is when they come to me, they are really convinced that their pro- their partner is the problem, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's not to say that we don't have things that we need to tweak in our personalities, right? We mm-hmm. all 
you know, potentially we all have behaviors that, that could improve to make the relationship better. But, but mm-hmm. generally speaking, you know, our, the couples I work with are really convinced that, you know, these behaviors, like if only my husband would stop doing this or if only my wife yeah. would stop doing this, then I would be, I would be you know, happy. And what I realize mm-hmm. is we, the common theme is that couples have one or two hot topics, those things that they fight about that they can never seem to resolve, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it could be about money, it could be about sex, it could be about, you know, quality time or the lack of it. And, and, it's, and the reason why those hot topics can never be resolved is because what I've noticed is it's the topic that pulls up the emotional pain, right? And we talk in terms of triggers. So mm-hmm. an example is I worked with a guy who, when he was three years old, his mom abandoned him. And mm-hmm. so later on in his life when he got married, I was working with this couple and the woman was a very devoted, loving wife. She was worked very hard, spent a lot of time at the office, but a trigger for him was whenever she was spending a lot of time at the office, right? Mm-hmm. And, in, and what, would do, what that would do to him was trigger his fears of abandonment, right? He'd mm-hmm. start to question, well, what is she doing? Is she really at work? It, and, so, and so they would fight. Their hot topic was the amount that she worked, yet... She truly was trustworthy. She truly was at work, um, yet the behavior was triggering his fear of abandonment, right? Mm -hmm. So they could never resolve this topic because they weren't talking about what was really going on. They didn't identify the root problem, right? The abandonment Mm -hmm. and all of the self-love issues and and the rejection, right? They They didn't even realize that was the driver underneath the hot topics. So they would fight about her being at work all the time. So, right, so then... And so then his behaviors, uh, things he would do, would trigger her own unresolved emotional pain from the past. And then they would fight about those things. But again, neither of them ever uh, had that root issue. Were they ever aware of that root issue? And, and, you know, so certainly they weren't talking about what was really going on. They were fighting about the surface, irrelevant stuff. So when I'm working with couples, that's what my goal is. It's like, let's use these hot topics. Let's get really clear with what they're triggering and how that's linked to the past. Because for me, Mm -hmm. my mind likes to know. Like, I needed to know everything, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. what exactly is going on here? So so it's like getting crystal clear about why exactly are these conversations difficult and how is it linked to the trauma and the emotional pain? And what are they really needing? Do they really need Mm -hmm. her to... Did he really need her to not work as much? No, he really mm-hmm. needed to work on his empty cupidness, right? So, mm-hmm. so that's, yeah. that's where I feel this approach is amazing because it gets couples really focused on the root issue. And so, mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes when people go for counseling, they focus on communication strategies. Well, mm-hmm. you can yeah. use all the st- communication strategies you want, but if you're not dealing with that root issue, they're not going to help. You know, they're not going no. to solve the problem. So that's yeah. kind of how I, see, how I see the problem present itself. It's through the, the hot topics, those fights that they can never really resolve. And I start there, and mm-hmm. I get really curious, and then, you know, and then we end up discovering 
which t- doesn't take long at all, but it really, mm-hmm. we discover, okay, what's rooted in those hot topics? What are you really needing? What, you know, and, and we go from there. So, again, I just well, needed... Mm-hmm. I think if a partner knows that, like, you know, some uh, people may not, may feel weak if they discuss what, you know, something that happened that maybe they feel they shouldn't be traumatized over, you know. So if they right. just dismiss it and don't bother, if he didn't bother to tell his wife he was abandoned or he just kind of made it a big deal, like something mm-hmm. that happened, if she didn't know that was a problem, then she kind of wouldn't put two and two together. She'd just be like, what the heck's wrong with you? <laughs> like, why are you being like this? You're being jealous. You're being controlling. You're being all these things when it's really mm-hmm. nothing, nothing like that, right? So well, what, and you know what, Melissa? Yeah, sorry. It's no, an absolute beautiful thing to see the relationship transform because mm-hmm. when they come in, they really are at odds at each other. They really, with mm-hmm. each other, they're really frustrated with each other. They really do think that their partner is the problem, right? Because it's like they can't get through to the person, right? They can't get through yeah. to each other. They can't communicate. But when, when they gain that understanding that, okay, wait a minute, my, my behaviors are triggering this pain of the person I love that was mm-hmm. rooted, you know, in the trauma long ago. It's, it's a beautiful thing to watch because that's when all the compassion comes back. That's mm-hmm. when all the love and the support kind of wa- washes in and fills the room. And I can see their body language. Oh, I, get it, I get goosebumps just thinking mm-hmm. about it. You know, they come in and they're fighting and their body language is separate and distant. And, and the moment they get that clarity and that understanding about why their partner is behaving the way they are, it's like mm-hmm. all the love and compassion washes back in and, and then their body language changes and they lean in more and they don't sit so far apart on the couch you know Mm -hmm. it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing and then I know we're good we're good to go we can now start talking about what's really going on and that's Mm -hmm. when I enter you know then I bring in the communication strategies okay so now we need to communicate differently instead of the finger pointing and the blame game then it's learning I statements and it's like okay this is how I felt when you were late from work I was my abandonment issues were triggered. I was feeling scared that you were having an affair, you know, and we can mm-hmm. actually get them communicating in a way that makes sense instead of that attack defense dynamic when yeah. they're just, you know, s- struggling in those surface issues. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It totally does to me. Um, I totally get it. I hope I look mm-hmm. good. Yeah. They, they will by the time we're done. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're here <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's really amazing to to bring that kind of understanding to a couple you know and and help restore that that closeness that love that they you know really did feel have felt for each other when mm-hmm. when they get that understanding not only about their own broken bits and their trauma uh mm-hmm. when they get the understanding of their partners it it truly is it truly is a game changer. It really does turn yeah. things around typically. So well, it's and really how many nice. people how many people do you counsel that even know what their triggers, like what their what their trauma is? You know, well, you, you kind of touched on an interesting point earlier when, you know, you mentioned that people often dismiss it, right? Mm-hmm. And that is, that is a challenge because, you know, because when we're, you know, as kids, when we're traumatized, that's our normal, right? That's mm-hmm. what we 
that's what we come to know as our normal. So when I poke around a little bit and say, tell me about your childhood, often they say, well, it was good, you know. But then, yeah. but then when, you, when you dig a little deeper, you can see like, oh, well, yeah, my dad was an alcoholic and he used to hit my mom, you know. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. that's trauma, right? Yeah. Or even... Yeah. In my case, like, it really, I was, I, you know, I'm Prairie Canada, Canadian girl, like, living on, you know, grew up on a farm, and my parents were, like, pillar of the community kind of farmer people who everyone respected, and so my trauma certainly wasn't severe. For me, it was like, my parents were old school, and they never expressed emotion. They never said that they loved me. They never, you know, so there was a lot of emotional disconnect. So for me, uh, you know, as a young adult, I never would have said, oh, I had a traumatic childhood. I never would have said that, and I didn't really, but it was Mm -hmm. emotionally disconnected. I would say that it is, there was emotional trauma because you're, I didn't have, you know, all the things that children need to thrive and be nurtured and loved properly, right? Mm-hmm. So when yeah. I'm, when it, you know, and, and it does sound like pretty, pretty weak in comparison to the stories that I heard, I've heard, but it's still mm-hmm. trauma varies in degree and severity and, and it can, Im, even just the slightest things can impact a child, right? And create emotional pain. So being emotionally distant from my parents and, and, you know, my mother, you know, being, raising so many kids and having no time, like it did, it caused me to believe that I wasn't wanted, right? I wasn't mm-hmm. wanted. That was my story. Now, now that's what I what I see a lot is people looking back at their childhood and thinking, well, I had great parents and nothing, you know, there was no problems. <laughs> well, yeah. e- trauma is it it does it does vary in degree and severity, and children are very much impacted emotionally by some of the negative things that happen in a home, right? And so that's when I said earlier, you know, I took my my training and kind of went mainstream was because I recognized it's like the majority of people have trauma. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so you're right. Like, you know, when I when I meet couples, often they they don't connect to that, right? It's, they think mm-hmm. what they had was normal and their parents were great. And, and, and sometimes, they're, you know, I do meet people who had very traumatic childhoods, and of course. Mm-hmm. But the point is, it's not about painting anyone's parents in a bad light. It's not about digging around and pulling up all of this pain, but it is about yeah. gaining an understanding, right? Yeah. Why am I the way I am? Why do yeah. I have this pattern? Why am I fighting about these topics in my relationship? For me, mm-hmm. when I'm working with couples and I want to talk about the past, it's just so I can have a clear picture. What are we dealing yeah. with here and how mm-hmm. do we address it? So I need that information so that I can – usually I need it. I mean, I don't always need it. I can usually tell, you know, what, what the, the nature of the fights, and I can piece things together pretty easily, but – for me, it's like, it's just in my, like my, how my mind works is it works well when I know everything that I'm dealing with, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So people are kind of resistant to this idea of them having trauma and how can that possibly be impacting me today? But I tell you, once, once they get it, it's, it just, it does tend to like be a jaw dropper for them. They had no yeah. idea 
you know, that that piece from way back when is being constantly triggered in their current mm-hmm. relationship. But when they see it, they get it. <laughs> they don't yeah. often forget it. You know, it's powerful. Very, very powerful. Well, yeah, and, and I think that kind of stuff, you know, it, it has a powerful hold on us, even if we don't think it's any big deal. But once we can be aware of it, and then, then we can catch ourselves, because I know for myself, um, especially in, in this, I'm on my second marriage now, um, mm-hmm. but with um, when I get triggered and when something happens, I can actually stop myself and respond rather than react. Exactly. And that, that's exactly. huge. Like just to be able yes. to say, "Oh shoot, here it comes." I feel it. <laughs> you know? Yes, exactly. And, that is very powerful, and it is a game changer. I'm sure you'll agree. It's mm-hmm. it makes the difference between a fight going ugly and down off into the ditch, versus yeah. an effective conversation where you can really, you know, become close and and. Mm-hmm. And learn about each other and solve the problems. It's a total yeah. game changer. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. So how can our listeners find you, Joyce? Um, yeah, so I have a website. Uh, it's Joyce-Schafers.com. I don't know if you want me to spell it. So it's J-O-Y-C-E hyphen S-C-H-A-F like Frank, E-R-S like Sam dot com. And I have an office here in St. Albert, Alberta, which is in Canada. But I also am super proud to um, offer people who can't maybe work with me in person. Um, I have a self-study course called Getting to the Root of the Problem in Your Relationship. And basically, I turned years and years of session notes into nine lessons, uh, a nine-lesson self-study program that, you know, really helps people identify their cycle of emotional pain, helps them identify how their emotional pain is triggered, what they need emotionally, and it gives them strategies to help them learn how to meet their emotional needs. And there's a really powerful conversation model that kind of wraps up the end of the of the lesson that's the last the last lesson of in the in the self-study course so so for people who aren't local and who still you know i do phone sessions as well but um who people who want to maybe do the the self-study course it's a really powerful tool i've had some really good feedback about it i'm very very proud of it a lot of years have gone into it to develop it Mm -hmm. and i'm just happy that it's another avenue for me to help couples you know so that's certainly an option but on my website so and, maybe you know yeah mm-hmm. so maybe for somebody that kind of knows like gets it but needs the hands-on help to kind of uh enforce it like um like they know they have this issue and they know they have to deal with it but they don't feel like they have to actually come see you as a session but that would be perfect just to kind of tie up any loose ends right that's kind of well and it is really good for the beginner say the person who Mm -hmm. is just maybe in crisis in the relationship right now and and really just needs answers it will it Mm -hmm. will provide great insight and you know i had one woman from i don't know i think south North Carolina. She found my um, my course. She worked through it, and then she found at the end she wanted to book like a phone. We had a couple of phone sessions to just kind of mm-hmm. help support and kind of wrap it all up. So, so Perfect. it's a really good tool. Uh, certainly powerful tool in my opinion um that will definitely give some insights and some answers too yeah if you can't if you awesome. can't work with me in person so i'm very proud of it okay. <laughs> yeah yeah well and you should be I, I think 
exactly what you're doing is what needs to be put out there. And it's, you know, I, I don't think it has to be as, as hard as some try to make it, you know, I think it's getting to the root is the huge, I totally promote that. <laughs> I'm uh, all for I, that. I always say, you know, it's, you're trying, you know, sometimes we, you know, just focus on communication skills or so. it's almost like putting, you know, new tires on a car that really needs a wheel alignment. It's not going to fix the problem. You really have to get to that emotional root issue, understand it, and learn how to manage it and address it, and then and then re-educate yourself on communication at at that point. So, mm-hmm. I yeah. I would agree. It's the root issue stuff is is huge. It's a game changer yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it totally is. Well, thank yeah. you so much, Joyce, for your time. I totally appreciate you coming and chatting with me and my listeners. Well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me, Melissa. I enjoyed chatting with you as well. You're welcome. That was another great interview, as always. If you would like to find me, you can find me on my Facebook page, which is Raw Relationships. I also have a group on Facebook called Raw Relationships. This is a group where you can ask for advice and just get support from everyone in the group on and everything relationships, relationships with others as well as relationships with ourselves. Again, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to my podcast, and I look forward to bringing you many more great interviews from experts all over the world.